I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, The race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze Podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in Him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who He says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. podcast everybody we are we have a special episode today uh we're interviewing a couple of uh students over in my youth group uh all grown up you know going to college and doing doing great stuff uh we're we're talking about uh faith after high school and um it's it's an important topic i I was thinking about this uh, doing something like this once you know graduation season kind of hit um just thinking about how many people leave after high school's over and um, just just trying to you know get get some stories from people that are going through it and they stayed faithful and they're, they're doing good stuff so uh, I'll introduce them now uh, we'll start we got Jake loving good with us tonight how are you doing Jake Real good. Okay, well, what what do you got going on for yourself right now? Where are you going to school? What what are you doing? Uh, yes, I'm about to be a junior at Oklahoma Christian. I've gone there uh, since uh, 2020. That's good. Uh, I'm studying as a uh, biology pre-med major. Cool. cool. And uh, I actually just started my Spanish minor this summer, yeah, nice. so yeah, yeah. got that going for me. Cool. So uh, I'd really like to be an anesthesiologist and go to medical school after this, so... Mm. Prayers for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Uh, I couldn't do it for sure, and I'm going to take a loan out from you someday. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I know you're making bank, but uh, that's awesome, dude. Um, we got John Epperly and, and Reagan. Just John and Reagan, I'll say them as one only for the purpose of they just got married, and it was awesome. Uh, they <laughs> just got back from their trip. I know they're gonna have to edit me in this, but anyway, um, John, John, go ahead and share a little bit about what, where you've been, what you've been doing. Um, well, just got married. I guess I gotta let you say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I definitely jumped the gun. Go for it. Keep going. Keep going. Um, but uh, this spring, I just got my associates from Rose State, just a general studies, um, but just working right now, trying to figure what else I want to do in life. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, Reagan, what about you? How how things go? Um, pretty good. Also, just got married to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so far it's all right. Yeah. You so know, two yeah. weeks in, we're good. <laughs> two um, weeks in, I just graduated from Rose State in the spring, also uh, for early care and education, and I plan to continue my education, but I'm not sure where exactly. But I want to go for sociology. Awesome, cool, that's great. And then for the one that's required to be here uh, because it's his job is Levi, our, our intern for the year. Uh, how's it going, Levi? What are you up to? Uh, I'm good. Um, like you said, I'm Levi. I am studying right now at Oklahoma Christian, um, trying to get my Bible and ministry degree with a minor in preaching. Nice. And uh, I'll graduate in a year. And then we don't know after that. 
Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that's okay. That's that's part of it. So. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. So, <laughs> I mean, you have time to figure things out, but you, that's great. Um, you've got a lot of really, really bright people right here. You know, you brought the IQ up in this room so high. Um, see, I can't even use words right. Anyway, so um, <laughs> let's quit talking about dumb things like I'm saying uh, and talk about uh, real stuff. So um, one thing that's going on in the, in the country today is, like, Christianity in the U.S. is kind of waning a little bit. And, like, uh, the Gen Z gener uh, generation, it's... I've found some stats, like I try to throw some stats into these to like ground it in some practical stuff, yeah. Um, but uh, Gen Z is almost twice as likely to identify as atheists compared to U.S. adults today, and like 66% uh, will set career success as their highest priority, and 34% set spirituality as a priority, so way less. And 16% of that 34, they've, they have this, the goal in mind to be spiritually mature. Okay, so, so basically all that says is, you know, the generation, like the youngest, or y'all's generation, sorry, I'm not like throwing you under a bus, because it's obviously not great for everyone else either. That sounds terrible. I'm, I'm the one that is butchering all this. This, yeah. this millennial. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah, this millennial. Yeah, I'm just trying to tear you down, make, make myself feel good as being old. Are they uh, all Gen Z? Sorry, hi, Jack's here. Jack's here too, yeah, yeah. He said uh, he wasn't going to talk, let's but that's fine. I, I, so I believe Gen I Z so. is post 9-11. I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, um, like, so Gen Z is like, it was yes. like... So, uh, yes, yeah. yeah, no. No, he's a year old. Like, no. It was like, no, oh, no, yes. it was like, so it's kind of, like, uh, April? Yes. Mm. I, you might I be on the cusp, I, I think. I looked at the dates, and it's like the, the oldest, or uh, the youngest Gen Z is like born before 2010. And it's like mid 90s. Yeah, I don't like yeah, that we're included that. with okay. yeah, that, that sounds about right. anything after So I think we're in the right spot. Okay. So, yeah. so uh, y'all people are really bad at Christian. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, but, the, but the stats, I know, everyone's leaving. <laughs> uh, but what the, what the stats are kind of showing is that, uh, well, I mean, the reason that I picked you guys to be here, honestly, uh, is because. You know, you've graduated high school, right? Uh, yeah, we're all there. Um, I think so. You know, Levi's the only one questioning because he was homeschooled. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> please leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. <laughs> anyway, young men and women, they're they're leaving the church after high school at some crazy rates. At like the last stats I looked up was like 64% to 70%. And that's up from about 59 in 2019. But my idea here was like, you guys, you're, you're out of high school and you're going to church, you're faithful and you're doing stuff you're, you should be doing. And um, so I wanted to bring you in and kind of get some of your thoughts on how you're doing things. Uh, so um, first question I had, you know, we're talking about these crazy statistics, like there are obviously some challenges that young Christians are dealing with. And so I wanted to ask what what do you think some of those are like are there some that you've witnessed or haven't witnessed that you think caused this teens leaving the church after high school you guys have any thoughts on that well I know for external factors uh, popular culture does a lot of things uh, you know and wanting to fit in okay. doesn't doesn't help a lot with that because you know, nowadays, most artists, when it comes to music, they only sing about uh, things such as drugs, uh, sexual immorality, things right, like yeah. that. And, uh, you know, with everybody listening to that, and even if you don't want to listen to that, I, you know, playing football, everybody, someone had a speaker yeah. in the locker room. Gotcha. And it's blaring full blast, and so I'm, I'm hearing all that. Uh, and stuff like that, and then the movies are all... Showing you, you know, like 
every coming of age movie ever made, in my opinion, since like mm. the '90s, it's all essentially, you know, how is the main character going to uh, lose his virginity or lose oh, her? That's okay. the whole point of like the whole movie. Okay. And with movies like that, and with music like that, you know, a lot of times impression impressionable teens and you know young adults think, you know, that that's so much fun. You know, that mm. looks interesting. You know. Why not just do that? You know, waiting is just so long. Yeah. I can't do that. You know, like look at it, you know, and it's just it wanes on your your mental state. Mm-hmm. And whenever you hear or see of friends or acquaintances from school either going through those things themselves and they're talking how awesome it is, you know, you feel kinda lame sometimes. But you can't think like that. And that's and that's one challenge I've I've personally gone with, you know, I've, like I said, being in football even, I can't tell you how much locker room talk I've heard about yeah. stuff right. like that. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. And I just have to be mature and be like, you know, that's not what God wants for right. me and that's not what I should do. Yeah, yeah. A high school locker room is definitely not like <laughs> like one of the, you know, sanctuaries of, you know, moral <laughs> it's living. It's the antithesis sure. of a church. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Well, cool. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, thanks for I I, I kind of think on the like opposite side of like in college and stuff, it was kind of hard to find any other groups that yeah. like if you're not going to a Christian school, then mm-hmm. there's not a lot of Christian yeah. groups, and so that's a big challenge. And if you're not in a college town too, that kind of has an effect. A lot of my friends go to other schools, whether they're Christian or not. They have some groups like college age groups that kind of keep them together so that helps but if you're not in a college town or going to a Christian school that's a lot harder to maintain yeah yeah definitely so yeah and like just the the lack of some something organized for your your age group okay so the focus on yeah okay okay I say for me too so being homeschooled I didn't have a locker room that uh tore me down but um you know I think I think a lot of the problem too with Gen Z compared to previous generations is the, I mean, the amount of technology we have around us. Um, And I think we undersell how much influence that really has on us. Um, You know, people spending hour to three hours a day on social media, just scrolling and scrolling and constantly seeing uh, the the epitomes of other people's lives and, Mm. and comparing themselves to that. Um, and so, like, Christianity, uh, to a lot of people, slows them down, right? Like, I can't, if I'm going to church on Sundays, I can't go to the lake and then take pictures and post it. And, yeah. you know, if if I'm at church Wednesday, I'm not working to buy myself this or that. And so right. um, I think a lot of people, they view Christianity as a, as a hindrance, right, uh-huh. as something that, that ties us down. And um, we don't, we, we don't want to slow down um, yeah. as young people, you know, we... For some reason, the youngest people are always the ones in the most rush, yeah. and uh, so I think I think that's a big challenge is okay. yeah. tackling that. Yeah, so social media is huge, man. If, I mean, you think of a high school locker room as being disgusting, I've been on TikTok for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of it. I'm like legit scared of TikTok, so I, I stay away from it. I and mean, you, you can find some funny videos on it, but I wait for somebody else to send them to me. But uh, yeah, TikTok is. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. Levi was saying about uh, Christianity, like people 
looking at it as a hindrance mm-hmm. and like with my experience growing up going through public school like that's really mm-hmm. how like it felt like it was and like if you're really just like not an outspoken person about it it's really mm-hmm. hard to like express your yeah. like Christianity to other right. people and mm-hmm. so it's like just you're just getting pushed in the back and yeah. so you just have to find like that group of people to mm-hmm. like spread the word with right yeah yeah so I mean it's just yeah like I think you bring up a good point with like being not being outspoken about these types of things like and as as a high schooler like how how confident are you like you know about you know the the lord of lords and who's there at the beginning of all time you know that's kind of like how you wrap your head around that and like express that to somebody else you know but so so that's cool thanks for those thoughts guys um so Y'all may have already kind of answered the one about what are some challenges to faith that you've dealt with, or do you have anything specific that you've dealt with as far as challenges go in now or I know for me personally, even though there was all that going on in my locker, the locker room, most of the people who I hung out with, even during football, were, they called themselves Christians, and and they tended to be uh, not Church of Christ, which is no big deal. Uh, to me, I was just you know hanging around other very similarly minded people, and we would all kind of click up and mm-hmm. try and stay stay good. But uh, yeah. one thing I did always find fearful is that uh, if they would say something uh, that I didn't that I disagreed with, like uh, I went to a school with a lot of Baptists, and they would always talk about like, oh, I got saved, I got this, and you know, and I would always be like I would just go along with it, like oh okay and I wouldn't be like like I found out what it was like that's yeah. the Baptist that's their like way of accepting Jesus into their hearts mm-hmm. and they get baptized at a later date on the same date it's whatever date yeah. and but to me one of my biggest I was always very I didn't want to the fear of offending mm-hmm. uh, had more control over me than yeah than uh, saying what was on my mind Okay. And I always wanted to just be like, like, what is that? Like, why do you do that? And mm-hmm. since I always called them my friends, but, you know, I wasn't being a good friend. Like, mm-hmm. if I, you know, because I, what I wanted to do looking back at it is I wish I did more Bible studies with my friends mm-hmm. just so I could either understand what they're thinking of mm-hmm. so they could understand me better the way right. that I believe. Uh, yeah. But I didn't. I just, I let them say what they said and let them believe that. And I just mm-hmm. stayed quiet and. To me, that was always something I feel personally bad about because I have friends who I'll see mm-hmm. and I'll talk to, and I'm always just like, man, I, yeah. I wish I could have done more. Sorry, right. I couldn't hear what you said. I said I wish. <laughs> I said I wish I could have done more. Sitting from the top Yeah, that's great. Um, but no, hey, that, no, that's that's really good stuff. So there's like there's those challenges of navigating like maybe having different faith traditions and not understanding someone's other someone's way but it's also like yeah how do you speak up and share yours that, that's good yeah. yeah yeah cool i'd say i'm i'm kind of the opposite just because of being homeschooled and i had a very uh you know i'm i'm, I'm an extrovert and so um i was always outspoken i think my problem was not listening um and not being open-minded enough um, i went through lot of spiritual reformation my freshman sophomore year of college you know I 
was just like, what's right, what's wrong? Um, you know, very confused spiritually yeah. because I was, you know, well, I was taught this and that's right. Anything else that's not that is just completely wrong. Um, and so, you know, yeah. going through that and realizing, you know, I, it's, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about being able to have a discussion with people okay. um, and, and love people. And mm-hmm. so being able, I think, I think being open-minded is a, is a huge part of um, something I learned um, growing up to now. Right. Still okay. working on it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah, big challenge is trying to be open and, and learning. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, like my friends in my youth group, went to all different schools there wasn't really anybody going to the same school or like that were in the same grade Mm -hmm. so um yeah i didn't think about that yeah so yeah it's wild yeah it's crazy so like like, finding the people like Mm -hmm. at your school that may not go to the same church but like believe the same thing like jake right um was hard to come by mm-hmm. and like talking to them about yeah. what they believe right um like it just was a difficult conversation to come by yeah yeah but like once you like start that conversation it really helps out yeah like yeah like how do you how do you kind of test those waters yeah. and see like yeah how can you where can you kind of yeah find all that out and it is crazy like, there's like none of you that were from the same school so it's like you almost have this one place where you can feel really safe to work and practice on your faith and then you go to school and it's like okay, i'm alone right here like i'm on a, i'm on an island so hopefully you fueled up enough at one spot and now you're ready to go out but yeah that's an interesting point okay uh, so um i had another question for you guys tonight now talking about on the next phase we talked about high school life a little bit and then we get into the next phase of now you're, now you're in college, you know, you're out there, and that's when we start seeing all these drop-offs and people, like, struggling with their faith and finding. So what, what is your, or what is your strategy for maintaining healthy faith in college? Or whatever you take that next step, what was your strategy? What did you decide to do? So my strategy was actually to just, I mean, to just not change, right? To, mm-hmm. to, to stick with everything I'm believing now, and, and you know, it's, it's the truth, don't change. Mm. Um, which was a really bad strategy. I do not recommend. Um, yeah. Because then when something comes up that you don't know how to handle, um, you, you, have, you have to make a choice. Do I, um, do I completely stop believing? Yeah. Or do I, do I learn to rework and rebuild my own faith from the ground up? Um, mm. Yeah, with, with still the conversation of my parents' faith and uh, my church's faith, but also... Um, now conversation with all these mm-hmm. new ideas that, I, that are right. coming across. And so um, I think um, now my strategy going forward is having people around um, that I know disagree with me on certain oh, issues okay. um, or, or, or maybe agree but, but have a different perspective that I can bounce off of um, and, mm-hmm. and challenge me. Yeah. yeah so having, having a, an accountability group to challenge me, I think, is, is really yeah. helpful. Yeah, that's such a strange line to walk where you're like you're trying to balance that tension between like what from what from my past do I hold on to and has a lot of value because there's a lot there's a lot of value in traditions and things that are there they're almost like a foundation but then like where where can I you know be open to hearing other things like some other ideas and like growing and 
if not changing, but maybe having a little bit of respect and knowing where you can talk to people, you know. So, so yeah, that's that's a really interesting uh, idea there to have people you disagree with to talk about. That's pretty cool. So, uh, uh, kind of going off of that, I I always found it helpful to um, stay in like connection with people from church camp. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to church camp pretty much my entire life, and even the people that that didn't go to the same church as us um mm. you can still always text now that you yeah. do have that social media right. yeah. so it's it kind of helped me to stay accountable um yeah. and to to i don't know continue going to area wides mm. and and yeah. staying at church and stuff so i thought that was helpful yeah that's really cool like like it's kind of interesting because me and jack we we did a, our last episode was on like the value of church camp and that was one of the big takeaways from it is that like uh, people that were really really involved in church camp like few years down the road they had a really really strong sense of christian community is important and it just kind of stuck with them so that, that's interesting I was, I was wondering if, if church camp would come up and that's really cool um but anyway so um thanks for the thoughts um any other strategies for maintaining um mine was like kind of similar to levi's where like i just tried to stick where i was mm-hmm. but also having to rebuild Oh, okay. Because having that freedom mm-hmm. of, yeah. like, what what do I do next right. without, like, like your parents' input yeah. and, and just working, like, with your friends and, like, trying to find the perfect spot where y'all fit in is... Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. I'm I like still it. trying to do. Right, yeah. yeah. I, like I like that. That's, that's a really cool idea. idea. Like, like, not... Staying where you are, but rebuilding at the same time. I think that's cool, yeah, because life is so much different. Once you graduate high school, is that you have no idea what's coming. And then, yeah, it's all this free, free, free time. Uh, you make your own choices. You're on your own. That's, yeah, that's interesting. But that's, that's good. Yeah, my, my strategy right off the bat was I purposely wanted to attend a Christian college, and that's why I chose Oklahoma Christian. Uh, it also was great to me that it's in Edmond, so it's just mm. 30 minutes, like 30 minutes away from here. So yeah. there's plenty of churches up there. Mm. Uh, Memorial Road's right on campus. Um, mm. Oakdale Church of Christ, which is the one that I attend on Wednesday mm. nights and Sundays if I'm ever there on the weekends. Yeah. They actually come up to the coffee shop that's on the second floor of the library. Oh, cool. And so I go I go there on Wednesday nights, and it's super easy and mm-hmm. stuff. But they also have uh, Edmond Church of Christ as well. Yeah. And are there any others? Uh, memorial yeah those are the top three those are the three that mainly are have strong influences on campus yeah Uh, yeah and it's great to have essentially my second Mm -hmm. church family up there yeah where i can we all go up to the coffee shop and uh the guy who is technically like the oakdale college minister it's not even his main main job Mm -hmm. it's his second he just comes down here his name's kevin uh Lawrence, mm-hmm. great guy, and uh, he makes sure to come up to everybody, shakes up, shakes your hand, and yeah. he'll call you by name. Like he'll shake and be cool. like Tanner yeah. Johnson, how yeah. was your day today? Yeah. You know, oh, I, I know. know, and I'm, right I know, and he'll, yeah. say, he'll say that to me. He says yeah. to everybody there, and he makes it a priority to learn everybody's name. Yeah, just it's a, one of those communities where there's nothing wrong with Memorial Road, but that's where most people tend to go, mm-hmm. and in my opinion. It's if that's where most people go, that's you just become 
one mm. one in a number of yeah. you know hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah sometimes, sometimes it feel easy to get lost. Meanwhile, in yeah. at Oakdale in that little coffee shop, but you're only one of tens of people. Yeah, and yeah. like I said, since the main guy kind of knows you more and he likes to talk and get to get to know you better. Uh, heck, he was even said, I'm still on there, uh, we have a group chat, uh, yeah. group me, and he actually invited everybody, even if they were available, to come up to his work, just have lunch and just talk. Oh, cool. And so it, that group always makes me feel at home, and it always encourages me yeah. on Wednesday nights. And, but we also have lots of chapels to do up at OC, mm-hmm. which some of them are ran uh, very tightly and very, yeah. you know, like, you know, we got to do this, this, this. Uh, yeah. But then there are some that are a little more lackluster. Uh, and so some of those you have to know how to navigate, which mm. is a good one, which is kind of right. one that just gives you a, a kudo, which is we, we need those for mm. in order to not be fine. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's one that I'm in. Uh, it's called Hevel. Mm, okay. And it's me and probably about probably 19, 20 other guys, mm. all from my class mm. uh, and we all just go in there and we have a single topic we talk talk about and kind of almost like how we are here yeah. we just input our own thoughts mm. and we comment on other people's thoughts yeah. and we get a good philosophical uh, conversation going yeah. yeah and it kind of like what Levi said it makes you think it challenges your mm-hmm. you know traditional thoughts it makes you see things from a different point of view while still allowing you to yeah. you know get to feel the love for your traditional thought or even the uh, the light of a new thought yeah yeah what can I how can I grow yeah a little yeah. bit it yeah. allows you to as a young adult you know come up with what you want to believe in based upon God's Word other people's views and your own previous views of being able to grab all of that mm-hmm. And to come up with, combine it all together, this newfound belief is yeah, yeah. So, so, so like a lot, of, a lot of what I'm hearing is uh, like you, you found ways to get connected where you are, right? Like you found like cause that, that's kind of my experience with college. I didn't go to a Christian college. I went to Oklahoma State. Uh, God leads you beside still waters, right? Um, and <laughs> that's not normal. Uh, just for anyone who's wondering. Um, and so yeah, that's that's what I did. Right? We got getting all to the Bible chair and. You know, finding finding that community there that's good and challenging your beliefs, like taking it taking it head on. Okay. Um, so getting to the next one, I was gonna start by saying that uh, research seems to indicate that having at, at least five strong connections with someone that is faithful um, is correlated to a greater likelihood of maintaining faith after high school. Like uh, the stat that I found is that like 77% of people that that stay in the church after they graduate high school. They, they cited having close personal friends with a, friendships with adults that were in the church that they came from. Um, and so I, I was wondering if this was the case for you all, and why do you think that is? And if, if you want to name a few people that have influenced you, or I want to talk about a few people that have had an influence in your life, you can go ahead and share some of those to you if you want. So. Okay, I'll start. Yeah. 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 Well, I know for sure the number one, one of the, or one of the, top five is my father he mm-hmm. he always makes sure that you know I, he always so it sounds very childish but it's very needed he always makes yeah. sure are you reading your bible mm-hmm. yes are you praying all the time yes and you know he always makes sure yeah. i'm i stay on the right path and he right. always kind of if i do start to 
get lazy and forget to do those things. He always just brings it to the forefront of my mind mm. and just makes me think like, yeah, I, I really should be reading my Bible. Oh, man, yeah. I haven't prayed in like right. a day, you know? Oh, yeah. you know, and then kind of a little course correction. Yeah. And then, of course, my mother is the same way. She, they work hand in hand, and mm. it's a perfect team. They always talk yeah. to me about that. They talk to me about my future as well. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, relationship advice, you know, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's very important that your relationship, you know, has God as a focus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, she's not here anymore, but my uh, grandmother, mm. uh, Sandy, yeah. she, she yeah. always was a, my rock. Yeah, it was a difficult time when she passed, but it was her passing that also helped me kind of almost grow my faith. Like, because it was it was tough when she left, and sure, of course, I had questions, but you know, she left or she uh, passed, and then pretty short after that, my mother uh, had kidney stones, and they were like, "You have kidney stones, but we also found a mass on your Mm. kidney." And to me, that was just a miracle, mm-hmm. and that they caught it early, and they would not have caught it unless mm-hmm. the kidney stones were what brought it up. And yeah. it's stuff like that that just always made me just open my eyes and think, you know, like yeah, you know, it's you know, it's pretty hallmark. But it was like, yeah. man, this, right. you know, this is God, you know, like that's yeah. what I felt. But yeah. I definitely, my family is my my anchor for sure. Yeah, and then of course I met some. I have my great friends here that I've grown up with, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I also have a good group of guys up at school too, and they always mm. they help me too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah, it's it's, it's important to have you know that that family, and it's not just it's not just what they say, but it's like how they go through the difficult times in their lives and how they they keep God in the picture, and they say like, okay, God's walking us through this, and God's helping us. So that's, that's really cool. I like that. I would definitely agree with those stats because, like, we're obviously mm-hmm. still friends and still talk and stuff, and so um, having those friends to keep us accountable. Mm-hmm. I also uh, wouldn't say the person that always kind of, like, challenged my beliefs was my dad. Mm-hmm. Instead of always, like, pushing me to to do things and just be involved in the church, he always made me, like question things that I had heard in the church and that helped me a lot in the sense of um, finding what I believed instead of what I was told and so I think that was kind of cool and then uh, David Roberts here was actually one whenever we were waiting for you to become the youth minister (laughs) Um, the in-between section he had us fill out something on the line of what we're looking for Mm -hmm. and I before that I was always kind of like afraid to talk in class because I was always scared of giving the wrong answer and I he had to write it down so no one actually had to say anything Mm -hmm. and afterwards he came to me and said that um that I should talk more in class because things that I believe are Mm -hmm. like worthy of of an opinion and so that has always kind of stuck with me because like having someone an adult in the church say something to you like that yeah. shows that even as a kid, mm-hmm. you still have a worth in what you're saying. So, those are who kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah that's super cool. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, it's interesting. I've I've had uh, ups and downs in relationships all all throughout my life. Right. That's how relationships work. Um, but I was very blessed to. Uh, have really good roommates going to Oklahoma Christian. Um, 
and uh, the my my roommate my freshman year I mean we would we would spend hours just talking about um, spiritual things and then sophomore year as well I mean uh, freshman year wasn't as much because you know I'm off being a freshman but um, sophomore year it was me and I, I remember almost once a week if not twice a week we would sit in my room and I mean we'd stay up way too late mm-hmm. for having class the next morning talking about um, spiritual things and yeah. so it's just um, I, th- I think you know we sing this silly song that like um, you know you gave me food when I was hungry yeah. drink when I was thirsty friends right. when I was lonely but uh, I really think like God puts people in your life when you need them mm-hmm. um, yeah. and just like I, I definitely think the stats are true but I also think like we have to be looking for people um, that's God's putting in our life, yeah. um, and be willing to have those conversations, um, and not just mm-hmm. kind of because uh, I think I think it's 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 easy, but it's also you have to choose to drift away um, yeah. in order to for it to happen, and so um, being careful not to drift away. And um, someone else that was also a, I mean my parents of course are just. They, they would always check up on me and, yeah. um, you know, see how I was doing, make sure I was doing okay, and uh, just keep me accountable. So I think that combined with um, those people mm. in my life that yeah. that want those spiritual conversations. Right. And, and I, think, I think you and Reagan are on, on to something really, really deep here. And I think you guys have mentioned some too, but this whole building of your own faith a little bit, you know, questioning things. There's something that makes that a little bit more, I guess, authentic to you, maybe, if that, make, if that makes sense. And it's not just like, I'm not just taking it for what it's been told, but like, I'm going to think about this very deeply and make it very real in my life. So I think that's kind of cool how you guys are kind of onto that. Um, yeah, I think those statistics mm-hmm. are the case with me, but like, um, I think my connections have stayed the same Mm -hmm. through high school and just having like those people that want to be involved as well and having them push you and Mm -hmm. you pushing them um it really can get you somewhere but having a that one person or couple people that really push me i don't think that i've really had that experience mm. but it's been mostly through friends okay yeah yeah so so yeah you have these influences in your life that are like stirring you up to do to do those things so um that, that's really cool guys thanks for sharing all that that's really cool um last question that i have for you guys tonight um do you have any advice for teenagers that are uh, teenagers that uh, about how they can prepare themselves for us, the part of life that you guys are in the college, the after high school, and we see that big drop off. Like, if you could, if you could tell teenagers, whether it's in the youth group or you know just anybody, you know, that's trying to be a Christian and trying to keep that faith, what are things that maybe you did or wish you did advice that you could give, uh, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap it up after that. I'd probably say uh, find out what you believe in, hmm. and then find those others that believe the same yeah or don't believe the same yeah yeah to challenge you a little bit okay yeah yeah Yeah. 
find people that have a good mix, like believe the same as in as in y'all can obviously get along, yeah. but yeah. but kind of kind of challenge your faith. Like yeah. The end result, they believe the same, but yes. like maybe the methods by which different perspectives. Are different. Because yeah. otherwise, you'll stick with the same thing and, yeah. and not really know why you believe that. And so I yeah. I would definitely challenge challenge your faith after <laughs> even after high school or in high school. If, yeah. yeah, so like, and as far as like the people that you're around, like one yeah. one thing that I've I've said a few times is like you need to be, I mean, I, I think you can disagree with somebody, but you have to be able to respect yeah. that, right? Like, like the friendships that you're trying to find and everything. Like if you're talking with somebody, like you're trying to have a friendship with somebody that might not be a great influence on you if they don't respect your religious beliefs and they're they're really in, in danger of pulling you away, right? And like yeah. you need to be you need to be careful about those. But you can have friends that believe differently from you, but if they at least have enough respect to hear you out and you have enough respect to hear them out, it can be a beneficial relationship for everybody, right? Um, and and even especially whenever the baseline is the same, that can get even deeper than that. You know, you have that same yeah, that same baseline, and you can have conversations that are really deep and good to make that authentic thing. So, sorry, uh, Levi, you. No, I was gonna say too. Yeah, like we 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 call the teenage gathering events like huddles. You know, when we get together. But I really do think like huddling up with with a, a, a small group of people and uh, just being consistent with them and and like rolling with them and you know checking up on, like literally being accountable um, because it's so 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 easy to you know well i'm i'm going out of state and just completely disconnect from the people that care about you the most yeah. and um, i think coming back to those people and you know keeping that relationship and because um, i mean those people care about you and they care about your faith and care about um, how, how you and god are and so um, staying with those people um, i think is i think is really huge i think the worst thing you could do is try to do faith on your own. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Definitely get get connected with other people, mm-hmm. even outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this is something I was challenged with uh, whenever I was. It was actually just this like last semester uh, at Oakdale. One one of the lesson one of the preachers up there he he challenged us. You know, every morning, uh, first thing you do when you wake up, say a prayer read your Bible, and then just for a couple minutes to kind of like meditate, but just kind of look out into the world and see, you know, what God's created. And I've done that not as much as I should have, uh, but every time I have done it, I I feel almost at peace. I just, it makes me like appreciate, you know, you wake up, thank God for, you know, just another day that you get to be here and get to be here for him. And then you read your Bible, and you get to read, you know, the Word of God. You get to read, the, you know, what was what God intended for you to learn, and what He wants you, to, how He wants you to live. Yeah. And then you look out, and you realize, you know, God made this for all of us. And it's just something that makes me think. Like I feel like I just have a better day sometimes yeah. when I just do that, because you know, I just, I don't know, it just makes me feel nice. But yeah. uh, yeah. there's that. But I also like to challenge myself. Uh, and reading different books of the Bible, especially the Gospels, mm-hmm. and kind of pointing out like how they're different, why they're different, uh, because especially because I just got done this last semester with my uh, story of the New Testament. Yeah. That was one thing we had to do. 
because there are four gospels and each one is written differently mm -hmm. for a different audience mm -hmm. and to me that's just the coolest thing yeah um, and it definitely makes me appreciate each book more yeah uh, and same thing for like all the letters and the mm -hmm. epistles yeah. you know it just yeah. you know they, it's like oh why was this book uh, written oh it was a letter to this church because they were struggling with this and it just makes me think, wow, you know, sometimes whenever I was going through the class and they were point out what the book was written for, I'm like, oh, wow, I like I feel like churches go through this issue. Yeah. Like all the time. To, like, today. Yeah, yeah. like this issue is something that churches have gone through and will probably go through for the rest mm -hmm. of time. Yeah. And it's crazy how applicable, you know, the Bible yeah. is once you really try to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, some of some things that I'm I'm hearing there, and I think it's awesome. Like, stay with those connections, those those Christian those Christians that have influenced you, your friends that came up with you. Go check out what God's made. Go get into His Word. Do things like that. Um, so I appreciate you guys so much for for being here and, and talking about this stuff with me. I know you guys are some of the the OGs for my for my whatever I started out as youth minister and stuff. And I'm glad to see that the therapy is paying off and you guys are recovering from the time you spent in there. Um, but I, I'm so proud of you guys and I, I I love you and I'm glad that you guys are doing so great and I just keep it up. And um, for everyone else, if if you uh, listen to this podcast and want to make any comments on some of the questions you heard and. I uh, want to share some of your advice, some of the things you've been through, ways that you've dealt with these things. Um, please do that. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at, at the maze or at the maze podcast. Uh, you can come check us out and see what we've got going on. But so then, thank you guys so much for being there, uh, for being here, not there. You know, I always, you know, I have a problem with closing things out. Like it always happens. I crash and burn right at the end. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. That's a wrap. Thank you for joining us on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate teen life together. Subscribe and like this podcast, share it with friends, leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate through the maze.